0: What's up, babe? Dude, this is the fucking problem with the internet, and I'm not even being facetious about it. I could do what the host of Cheer Up Babe the podcast does. Let's read that one more time. I I got aggressively too descriptive, and you saw it, and you're welcome. Happy Monday. What's up, cubs? Welcome to episode 30 of Cheer Up Babe the podcast. I'm your host VJ Julio, and as I just said, this is episode thirty. We reached it. We reached our milestone. Just fucking kidding, dude. I gotta be honest. I'm not in the zone. I'm not in the podcast zone right now. I'm not in my space. I'm in my space physically, but mentally, I'm not in my space. And I was like, God, I'm just I'm trying to get fired up for the podcast. I just I'm not I'm not ready to bring the heat. But here's the deal. Sometimes you just gotta take that first step. Sometimes you just gotta step off that ledge. Unless it's a suicide attempt, in which case, take a step back. But if it's hitting record on a podcast that you're not amped up for, take a step forward and see what happens as you go. Okay? Made a joke about suicide a minute and a half into episode 30, so it's off to a shaky start. You can say it's off to a shaky start. But here's the deal. My brain's been pulled in 17 different directions for the last three weeks, and So it's been hard for me to focus on things. And I'm not here to unload on you. I'm not here to tell you about stressors, my everyday pulls in the directions. But the thing is, is your boy, sorry, said your boy. What did I say that I was going to do if I said your boy? I can't even remember. A few episodes ago, I said, if I ever say your boy again, you got to do this. And I said your boy again. And the thing is, I've only ever, ever said your boy when I'm talking into this microphone. So your boy hates that so much. Your boy hates that. And your boy also hates being called daddy bear. But that's what you call him. That's what you call him. When the Cubs send me uh, messages on the last episodes, you know, or the Cubs reach out to me and they go, hey, I'm Ali. I'm I'm Ali Ali. What fucking Muhammad Ali. Ali. Hey, I'm Allie, and I'm the one who voted no for the video podcast. Here's why. First of all, she didn't call me Daddy Bear, but that was just a beautiful segue. That's what we call in the biz a sexy seg, okay? It's a sexy segue. Like on TikTok, when you can't actually type the word sex, so everybody puts S-E-G-G-S to signify sex sex and then it'll just be someone's open asshole so it's like where is the actual line you know where is the standard at because you can't say sex because they'll take your video down but here's my open asshole two million views so it's like hey, tiktok <laughs> fix your filtering system maybe just do like a little video scan You know, because I saw one video where a girl was saying how she hates her stepdad. So she's having sex in his room. And the video was her getting railed from behind. And I said, what's my algorithm? My algorithm is woodworking, brick talk. Dungeons and Dragons for some fucking reason, never played a game, never interacted with a video before, don't know what the fuck that is. And then that one random tossed in video, and I was like, hey algorithm, don't branch out. Don't try new things. Stick with what I like. Stick with satisfying art talks. Stick with experts in their craft in terms of construction show me those things. Those are my satisfiers. Don't throw in. I hate my stepdad have a sex in his room. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Listen, I don't like change. Okay. And I especially don't like change. That seems illegal, you know? So maybe don't throw that on my feed dude, one time. Okay. So I was working out. It was one of the times we visited back in Idaho and I was working out at this like uh, globo gym. It's like Idaho's equivalent of a gold's gym. And it was called the peak because it's Idaho, but it had, it was like just a typical globo gym where it's like the old guys jog on stairmasters over there and do all of the machines that have no free weights that only go up to 25 pounds. The young people, that you can see all of their nipples because the guys literally cut their shirts into their sternum. Work out over there. That's called a curling station. So that's where they're going to be. See all the mirrors? That fucking station basically has mirrors on the floor, the wall, and the ceiling because they got to make sure that they're seeing the striations from every angle. They're also exclusively wearing too large of headphones. Here's the deal. If you can wear pro studio beats on your head while you're working out you're not working out hard enough and that's the rules i don't make them i just tell you what they are that's the rules if you can wear studio pro beats headphones on your head and they stay in place you're not working out working out hard enough go for a jog dude i did a workout and they had there's this little strip of turf At This fucking gym and I did a workout that consisted of these things called wall balls where you take a 20 pound wall ball You hold it in front of your face. You hit a full squat You toss it up to the wall as it comes back down to you you catch it stay in motion Return right back down to the bottom of your squat. I was doing those in rotation with sled pushes in rotation with push-ups and sit-ups so I was doing a high-intensity interval training type of workout crossfit you would say and I finished it, I did five rounds of this certain stuff, and dude, I stayed in like, I stayed in, I tuck myself in the corner because I don't like to draw attention to myself when I'm at a globo gym situation. Also, wear a hoodie, that's what I do. I wear a hoodie and sweats, I'm not, I'm a dad, I'm not trying to attract any fucking attention, except for the sled push, I would have to push it down and then push it back, and it was probably like a total of like 25 feet, 30 feet tops. But I'm staying tucked away in my little corner. Dude, when I finished my workout and I turned around, every single dude that was wearing his sternum t-shirt was looking at me. Hey, Brent, go back to your fucking curls and don't look at me. Was the hoodie up not a sign that I didn't want you to look at? And you might be thinking, well, don't do crazy intense workouts in a setting like that. I was so quiet, babe. I was so quiet. But everyone and their mother had to be like, why isn't he just lifting his forearms? Why isn't he just exercising his forearms? And it's like, this is why I hate these fucking places. Also, there's a fly in my studio right now, and it's so fucking distracting. But regardless, I digress. But I was I, I did this workout at this gym. I only had to work out there for a few days. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to use the amenities. And here's the other deal. Did I pay for the day pass? No, Dad. Thank you for your pass. We have the same haircut. It's gonna be fine. Give me your give me your scanning card and I'm gonna go to the gym. Full frizzle. Shout out Snoop Dogg. So I went in, I did my workout. Now I'm gonna use all the amenities, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the old guys play racquetball for a second. I'm gonna steam room. I'm gonna hit the sauna. Now let's flash forward to the sauna that I used to cap off the end of my workout. And the thing is when you're saunaing in a public sauna, don't have your dick out. That's not even my rule, that's God's rule. Okay? Genesis 7:24. And God said, "When you're in the sauna, don't add drama. Cover your dick or you'll make people sick." Now, you didn't know Jesus had bars like that, but he straight up had bars like that. And so immediately when I walk into the sauna, I have my towel. I'm in my underwear it's in the locker room right which any globo gym here's a fun fact for the ladies i don't know how it works on your guys side of the locker room wall but when it's on the guys side of the locker room wall dicks are out for every year older that you are that much more skin is showing so all the like 20 year old dudes they're going to keep their underwear on you know they'll probably they they might shower type of thing but you better believe that the second they step out of the shower they're wrapped in that towel because they're being courteous because they're normal people then you get to the 30 year olds and they're going to keep themselves wrapped up in a towel but when they get to their locker they might you know be bare ass for a second while they're changing into their clothes and then you hit 40 and those guys it's like it's like a change happened they're not bare naked but they're only wearing the bike uniform that they rode to the gym on. It's head-to-toe spandex because they're training for some sort of fucking Ironman 24-7. I'm pretty sure they fuck with that outfit on. I'm pretty sure when you hit 40 and you're still going to the gym all the time and you weigh under 170 pounds, you are going to buy a $1,000 speed pedal biking outfit and only wear it and you for sure fuck in it because that's where you feel you your strongest. And then once you pass that and you get to like 50 60 70 the fucking dick and balls are just out now here's my problem with it it's a gym so a lot of times you're going to bring your kid to the gym right so now you got to exp- explain to this little 6-year-old fucking timmy daddy why does his balls look like that it's called cancer so that's a little that's a little sneak peek if you and your mans Go to a Globo gym. Just know that when you split off to go get dressed, before he goes with you to hit your guys' leg day together, so cute, so you can take pictures and post it on Instagram, he got at least an eye full of three dicks in that locker room. So maybe give him a hug when he leaves. Give him a hug and be like, you good? Because here's the deal. We suppress that shit, but it burns back of our brain. So anyways, I'm in the sauna. Fucking Vinny sidetracks. Vinny fucking sidetracks today. So... I step into the sauna, worst sauna experience of my life, and it had it had ebbs and flows and arcs and all sorts of shit. Right when I get in, there's one guy doing like Wim Hof method breathing. Now, if you don't know what that is, I'll give you a quick explanation. It's when you take like four rapid deep breaths in, you hold it for a certain amount of time, and then you exhale it all out in one big blow. Now, it's me. I'm sitting in the corner. So the sauna was an L, you know, there's the double benches on the sauna. There's like a lower layer where all the bitches sit because it's cooler down there. And then there's a top layer where you actually want to get a good sauna experience because it's warmer up towards the top because heat rises science. So me and two other dudes are sitting on the top bench and it's like an L one guy sitting on one L one guy's sitting on the other line of the L and I'm in the corner Because it's the same rules as the urinal system you get as much space away from the next guy as possible And if there's two of them you divide and conquer you go directly in the fucking middle So there's like two feet of space from the guy on the right two feet of space from the guy on the left The guy on the right of me is the one doing the wim hof breathing now i'm sitting there and you know me, babe, you know (laughs) I'm silly. I can be silly sometimes so Yeah, this Wim Hof breathing guy is in a silent sauna going (sighs) 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 take that multiply it by 10 minutes. Okay, now to the normal person you want to fold them in half. And stuff him underneath the bench. Right? Like just naturally. As a human being. We're humans. We live in a society. There are rules. And one of the rules is. Don't do super expressive shit like that in public. That's one of the rules. I don't make the rules. Society made that one. And. But it's such like. It was such like an aggressive. You could call it a power play, but the thing is, I don't think it was a power play. I think that guy was just fucking weird. He's doing breathing techniques that you should do in a fucking ice tub when you're by yourself in the morning. That's just what I believe, and he's fucking doing his Wim Hof breathing. Now, I'm trying not to giggle because any sort of aggressive expression of energy in public when you're supposed to be keeping that shit locked down makes me laugh because I laugh at the world, and that's what I do. So I'm holding my shit together in the corner, okay? The guy on the left is on his phone. I'm not really paying attention to him because I'm closing my eyes so that I don't see the Wim Hof breathing because you better believe that the head was involved, the chest was involved. Like when he would breathe in, his head would go back, and when he would exhale, his head would come down and his chin would touch his chest. Ten minutes, babe of that he did that so then finally he leaves thank the lord almighty jesus christ so he leaves and it's just me and the guy to my left we're chilling another thing is i don't like chatting with strangers especially in a situation like that i'm there to sweat so i'm sitting there i'm sweating i glance over and he's leaned forward elbows on his knees full taking a shit position And his phone is about three feet in front of his face for the world to see. So I didn't even have to look hard to see his phone. I just saw his fucking phone, right? And he's on TikTok. And I was like, oh shit, I was wondering what his feed is. Now here's his feed. Random girl looks like she's 16 dancing with her titties out, right? Just doing the sexy TikTok dances. Scrolled, or sorry, watched the whole thing. Looped it a couple times, scrolled. Next video, girl doing one of the fucking challenges, you know, where it's like like the bus it challenge, Buss it. Like she does that where like when the beat drops on bus it, she drops down and then she's in a sluttier outfit and her ass is hanging out and it's like, look at my ass. He looped that a couple times, scrolled. Next video, same shit, young girl, dancing. Looped it a couple times, scrolled. And I'm watching this guy just haphazardly scroll through his I only like to look at teenage girls dancing on this app feed without a care in the world. Now, here's the problem. Wedding ring on his finger, probably 35. That's the problem. That's the problem that made my belly go, oh, Jesus. Like, hey, ladies, if you're on TikTok and you're doing the fucking busted challenge, that's who's what. Hey, you got 1.5 million views. 7,000 of those were this guy to my left. Okay, 35-year-old, slightly overweight, married guy. And that's probably the main demo. And that's a problem. That's gross. That skeeves me the fuck out, especially as a guy with two daughters. So I would also like to point out that this guy was in his underwear with a sweat towel around his shoulders and white tube socks and Nike air shocks on. Do you know what that means? That means probably, he had to take off his clothes down to his underwear and then put back on the tube socks and the Nike Air Shocks. Okay? And the tube socks were white, and the Nike Air Shocks were bright orange. So I don't know what his fucking deal was, but I wasn't a fan. He left before me, so I got to enjoy the last few minutes of my sauna by myself and just kind of remind myself of why I fucking hate these places. And why I'll never buy a membership. So I didn't. But that was a fucking story that I wasn't even planning on telling. Hey, welcome to the following the breadcrumbs podcast. Okay. Oh my God, dude. Something so fucking funny happened. Speaking of working out. Okay. Let me be 100% honest with the Cubs. I don't think I've ever worked out a day in my life for health. I don't think I've ever worked out a single day in my life because I was like, you know what this is good for? My kidneys. You know, I don't think I've ever worked out a day in my life because I was like, I want to just feel better. No, I work out for the mental clarity of it and obviously to stay in shape because I don't ever, ever, ever once want to be the fat guy. I just don't. Call me shallow. Call me whatever the fuck you want. I just remember when I was a kid and I was in grade school and shit, we all had the friend that had the fat dad. And it was like, (laughs) look, at, there's fucking Jimothy's dad. (laughs) Look at him waddle. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the, my dad could beat up your dad game. I want to know if girls played that game because I know as boys, we played that game all the fucking time. So did you girls play the, my dad can beat up your dad game? Because for like three years there, that was the only fucking game that mattered. That was the only game that mattered. The my dad could beat up your dad game. And then you would have to have counter counterbalances. Like, have you seen my dad's biceps? You know, and it's like the one that would always trump it is my, your dad's fat. So my dad could beat up your dad. It's like, but my dad's big. So he could beat up your dad because he's bigger. Yeah, but he's fat. So he'll get winded. It was a whole fucking thing. We didn't have our own muscles. So we had to flex our dad's muscles. And that happened for about three fucking years from like third grade, fourth grade and fifth grade. That was like, well, that's probably a little late. First grade, second grade, third grade. My dad could beat up your dad. And that's why I work out. I want Gracie girl and Charlotte to be able to be like, my dad could beat up your dad because look at his neck. That's what I want. I don't ever want to be the fucking fat fucking dad. That's just literally at this point, the only reason I work out also, you know, to be hot for my wife and stuff like that, obviously, and for my own egotistical self. But the main reason is because I don't want to be the fat fucking dad, dude, (laughs) because kids are fucking savages. Kids are savages. Kids will say anything. Kids will say anything. Case in point, at the queen's birthday last weekend. My old boss brought his kids there to the birthday party, and it was fucking awesome. Now, here's the deal. He's not fat, okay? He just looks like a dad. He's not a fat dude. He stays in decently good shape, especially for his age. He's got three kids, and his youngest son—I'm not going to say names or anything like that—but his youngest son is in third grade. And we're sit- There was this point in the party where a few of the people had left. The rest of us are sitting in a circle— in the backyard, just kind of bullshitting, throwing out stories, just kind of talking, just shooting the shit. And his son, like, crawls up onto his lap, and he's laid out in one of our lawn chairs. And there was a quick end of a story, so there's a quick little lull. And while the son's crawling up his body, he goes, Dad, tell him... <laughs> Dad, tell everyone the story of how you got fat and poked him in the belly. And we fucking fell out laughing. Because he's not even fat, but kids are so savage that that's the only reason I work out now. So that when my daughter's in the third grade, she never says, hey, dad, tell everyone the story of how you got fat. <laughs> because circling back to the beginning of the episode, you got to take a step off the ledge. You got to take that first step. Yeah, mine would be off that ledge. I would just I would jump off that fucking ledge. That would be the end of me. Because that's so savage. That's so killer, dude. Kids don't give a shit, dude. Oh, and another really important thing that I needed to say to you guys, okay? This is important. God, guns, family, Trump. That's just all I had to say. That's just all I had to say. You might like me to explain that. I don't need to. God, guns, family, Trump. That's all I got to say. And if that doesn't I'm just fucking with you. Obviously, I'm going to explain what the hell that means. Dude, I was out driving, and there was this guy pulled off to the side of the road because his truck broke down, and it was a 1980-something pile of garbage. Half of it was rusted the fuck out, and he was in head-to-toe camo. You might be thinking, like, "Well, you had camo pants on and a camo t-shirt on? Nope. He had a full-sleeve camo t-shirt on, and... Pants that were camo that matched and boots that were camo that matched and a headband that was camo that matched. I barely saw him, <laughs> you know, barely fucking saw the guy. I was like, whoa, didn't even see you there. Blended right in with the shrubbery on the side of the highway. And in the back of his 1980 something halfway rusted out truck was a giant sticker that left to right went God guns, family Trump. Trump. Why is guns before family? If that's a list of shit that's in order, let's just say it's a list of shit that's in, like, you could put it in any direction. Like, you could put it, you could have put it in any order, but if you're a God-fearing Christian, maybe it goes God, family, guns, Trump, you know, or based off of this guy's appearance, Trump, God, family, guns. Maybe it goes that, maybe it goes in that order. Actually, also with the way this guy, with the camo, maybe it goes guns, guns. Trump, God, family, you know, but I'm just saying God guns, family, Trump. If that's an order of events, hey, (laughs) realign your focus, dude. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with if you're way over on the fucking left or you're way over on the fucking right, I think you're psychotic. That just is what it is. If you are 100% down to the fucking letter on one side or the other, you're a fucking problem. And that's just what I believe. But here's the thing, those people that are, that are too, f- that are 110%, like they have no open mind whatsoever, whatever their side pushes out is what is their new goddamn Bible. You're the problem because you're the, you're the image that gets captured. So like for like the hardcore fucking like Trumpers, for example. They look like this guy broke down on the side of the road in the 1980-something fucking full headband camo shit with the goddamn seven-foot American flag sticking out of the truck that's broke down on the side of the road. Also, change your outfit and change the order of your words on your sticker, right? And then you have the fucking other far side where the image is like the shitty fucking haircut that's dyed some random fucking color. And they're wearing some sort of cardigan over the top of a suit, you know, and they have a fuzzy dog. I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you that's the. no wonder one side hates the other side so completely because the image polarization is opposites. That just is what it is. How about being a little more open minded? Be right down the fucking middle. Look, here's the problem. We don't talk about politics on this podcast, but I'm going to just try to, I'm just going to throw something out there. That's something that I kind of thought of that was able to put it into perspective for myself. And it's another way that I just let that shit roll off my shoulders because one side or the other, I don't give a fuck. Really? I just let that shit roll off of my shoulders because here's the thing. It's sports. It's your guys' sport now. Do you understand with the explosion of how involved everybody got into politics and how involved everybody got on one side or the other happened, right? So we get hit with the pandemic. Everything shuts down, including entertainment. There's no concerts. There's no stand-up comedy. There's no shows to go to. There's nothing like that. Also, what got shut down is sports. There's no basketball to root for. There's no teams to be a part of. There's no football to root for. There's no games to watch every, you know, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, month. Like, there's nothing entertaining that's on tv that we can draw our focus on what is on every single fucking day no matter what especially after lockdowns news and politics and we're entering an election year so both sides are heavily airing hate towards the other side what that turned into is people became fans of their party Rather than just being like oh I align more with this because I agree with these certain points that they make more so than I agree with the other certain points that they make. There's still some stuff on my side that I don't agree with but the stuff I agree with outweighs the stuff that I don't agree with. No it became die hard get that shit tattooed on your body type of fandom and that's why we've seen people fucking freak out so much about it. It's because it's passion now the passion that was once surrounded by entertainment and the silly shit that doesn't really matter suddenly became involved in politics and I think that's what happened that's that's how I explain it You literally took away everything that we rooted for and made us root for you and you is whatever fucking party you aligned with and it's like the opposite of coming together is how I feel about it and uh, I'm so fucking burnt out on all of it that I shut it out completely that's just where I stand on it, because ultimately I'm more focused on what's going on in my own household and in my own life, than what everyone else wants to hoot and holler and scream about. And that's it. That's the end of the, that's the end of it. Because we keep it light, we keep it fun. But that's just how I was able to organize it in my brain to help me understand what the fuck is going on. So you can take that nugget. You can put it in your back pocket. You can put it in the back of your brain and know that ultimately, when people are screaming and hollering, it doesn't matter, right? Because there's never gonna be a shortage of shit to get mad about. So get mad about stuff that you can focus, that you can control. All right, babe. Little fucking advice just in the middle there, dude. I guess. <laughs> God, just fucking control your controllables, dude. Be confrontational where it makes sense to be confrontational. I'll I'll tell you a fucking actual... I'll tell you a real-life confrontation that happened to me relatively recently. I was at a fucking pizza parlor in Idaho, bro. And... It's one of those things where I've like, I've worked in the service industry before I I've worked in customer service, the customer service industry before. So I understand that people that are working at an establishment are just working a job, right? When shit goes wrong, it's not necessarily their fault. They're literally just like clocking into work. You know, I was at a pizza place. So let's break down a fucking pizza place. You got people that serve the pizzas. You got people that make the pizzas and you got like a manager position. You also, if it's a nicer pizza place like this place was, you have a hostess that helps seat people. And this pizza parlor parlor happened to be at a very poppin' place. This was like talk of the town type of pizza place. It was pretty, it was really fucking popular, right? So there's a lot of, there's a big line. There's a lot of people trying to get seated at this place. And I'm sat down, and I'm with everybody that I was there with. And it was like we had put our orders in for the pizza. I'm watching at the door, and this guy who is probably 40. Now, let me run you through this fucking guy, 5'5". Five, five. Top shot 5'5". Five, five. I gave him – I maybe gave him an inch there, all right? He's got a full black beard and a baseball hat on, and he's 5'5". Five, five. So this 5'5 motherfucker who just – screams little man syndrome because he's five five. is yelling at the hostess, like yelling loud. And this is a loud pizza place and you could still hear him. And so it was one of those things where it was happening right next to our table because we got sat at this big table that was right next to the entrance and it's happening like five feet away from our table, right? So I was like, <clears throat> okay, so I stood up and when I went over to him, because here's the deal, this girl, if I had to guess, 17, 17 years old, She's working at a pizza place. She's just doing her job, right? And this guy's yelling at her. And at this point, I'm here's here's what I saw. I saw my daughter in the future. Like my daughter when she's in high school getting berated by this fucking guy over a pizza job. That's what I saw. So I stood up and I walked over and I was like, hey, what's going on? Now, I knew one of the people that worked at that pizza place. So when I stood up, they came over as well. And so... I'm like just going to interject because I'm trying to cut the fucking high schooler out of the conversation. And then I'll take this guy to my friend who is a little bit older, who can be better situated to handle the situation because they're the manager. All right. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I want to know why we've been fucking waiting here for 30 fucking minutes, like just cursing and cussing out this girl, not looking at me refuses to make eye contact with me now that I step in and I'm like, okay, this is the manager. So then he draws his attention to the manager and he continues on, but he's still super duper aggressive. And I'm like, dude, I want to know what you're hoping to get out of this interaction. That was verbatim. What I said to him, I was like, what's your end goal? He's like, I want to be fucking sat down. And I was like, look, and I showed him the dining room. And every, se- there wasn't a fucking foot of space. Every seat is full. There's not a foot of space, right? And he's like, doesn't fucking matter. We're fucking locals here. It's like, all right. You fucking, what, you want a fucking locals ribbon or some shit? Are you the prized hog of the fucking pizza parlor that we're at, bro? And he took a step forward towards the girls. And I kind of went from super duper nice to looking for the next sorry fuck my soul. real fucking quick because it's like here's the deal you're yelling at a teenager At a pizza place. Why don't you big picture this fucking thing? Where are you at in your headspace right now that you think it's so cool that you think it's okay to berate a fucking high school girl who's just trying to do her job? Do you think if she had the option, she would have a big ass fucking line of people or if she had the option, would everyone be sitting down ordering pizza? So why don't you big picture it for a second, babe? OK, so I got a little bit aggressive and I kind of stepped in front and I was like, you understand that you're just yelling at this girl about her job like she just clocked in and you're now yelling at her about her job. And he goes, I'm not trying to yell at her. I'm not trying to yell at her. He starts retracting real quick because he felt my energy go from really, really nice guy to I am what I am. I'm a It's time to turn the hat slightly askew sideways and start rapping with my hands, so to speak. Okay? Because I cranked it up to 11 because this 40-year-old man was screaming insecurity toward these people that are just trying to do their fucking job. He's retracting, and he says, I'm not trying to yell at her. I'm just yelling about the situation. I was like, well, it's not accomplishing anything. And then the manager steps in, and she says, sir, your party has been seated. That was a beautiful little twist. While the angry elf was screaming, his party got seated. And he didn't even realize it because he was busy yelling at someone. What's the male version of a Karen? Kieran. So this fucking Kieran, now Kieran sounds almost a little bit too tough. This fucking Sam, I'm going to go with Sam. This fucking Sam is yelling so aggressively at this fucking people just trying to do their job at a pizza shop that he didn't realize his party got sat. Now, his party got sat. Everyone was drunk, by the way. Like The whole fucking crew of them was hammered off their ass. His wife, who's four inches taller than him, stands up and walks over to him. And I immediately in my brain go, "Okay, good, because here's the deal. When a woman gets involved with her husband being overly aggressive, usually she's able to pull him down because she's four inches taller. She clearly wears the pants and the strap on. So that didn't happen. She walked up. Babe, this is the first thing out of her mouth. She puts her finger in the young hostess's face and goes this little whore and i was like what are you fucking for real also 40 year old woman who's standing in a pizza place right now are you fucking for real now she said whore and everybody that's involved in the argument including her side went whoa because it was unnecessary And the fucking, oh, by the way, as the altercation is happening before the wife walked up and said whore, the girl that was the hostess is in tears. She's crying. And then a woman pointed her finger at a fucking teenager's face and called her a whore. So now it's time for her to leave the fucking situation. Like go home. Like the manager said, go home it's okay, you're fine, you're not in trouble type of thing, right? And everybody's all fucking hyped and a little bit aggro-aggressive, and I'm standing there, and I'm not like, my adrenaline didn't even pump up because he's 5'5", five five. but I was mad at his audacity, which was the whole reason that I fucking stood up in the first place. All I was trying to do was put his brain into perspective of what he's doing because guess what? It doesn't matter. This aggression that you're feeling, it doesn't matter. And here's the thing that happened. We, we split apart. His... Fucking party's already set, so go sit down and get your pizza, right? So my table gets our pizza, we eat, we stand up, we go to leave. As I'm going to leave, I feel a little tug on the back of my pants, right? Right behind my knee, I feel a little tug. And I turn around, and it's the 5'5 guy. And I say, hey, little guy. And he's like, hey, man, I just wanted to say I'm really sorry about all that. And standing in tow is his wife, okay? The whore caller, and she's crying. So it fucking real 360 catch 22 there. I was like, what's going on? So I feel the tug on my pants. I turn around. I see them down there. Her and I are eye level with each other, but he's way down there. And he's like, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. We're, we're trying to have a birthday celebration. And I, in my brain, I was like, cause the altercation's over. You don't need to be a dick Vincent in my brain. I go, and that's how you kicked it off. How about keep the mood light for the birthday? Here's the deal. If you're 40, nothing that a fucking 16-year-old or whatever the fuck does should get under your skin that much. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, he was trying to have a birthday party for his kids. Nope. Trying to have a birthday party for his friend who's the same age. (laughs) Trying to have a birthday party for his friend who is like six foot with a giant red beard. Also, you're 40. Why are you having... Pizza parties for your birthday? Figure it out. Okay? Figure it out. You are a 40-year-old man married to a raging bitch of a woman who calls teenager girls whores. Having a birthday party at a pizza place for your fucking 40-year-old red-bearded friend. And there's seven of you at that table. So. All I got to say is they're top of the food chain, I guess. And... So he's apologizing and I'm like, and I I didn't say it's okay. If someone apologizes for something aggressive, I never say it's okay. Because it's not okay. Like, an apology at the back end of your actions doesn't make the actions okay. So instead of saying something like, no, it's all right, it's fine. I went, I just didn't think it was real fair to be screaming at a teenage girl who's just trying to do her job. And he's like, I know you're right, you're right, I know. He's doing the backtracking shit. He's like, we just got a little fired up. We've been drinking all day and, you know, we didn't really handle ourselves well. And then the wife leans over him and goes, I'm not this person. Hey, if you freely call girls whore with no knowledge of who they actually are, you're that person. I don't care if you're crying or not. You're 40 and you're that person. Whoever you are when you're 40 is who you are. Okay, that's the thing. And if you're a person that screams at fucking kids in a pizza parlor, you're that fucking person. But I will say that it was extremely satisfying to watch the wife cry and for the guy to pull on the back of my pants and say that I'm sorry. So he goes, you're right. You're right. And then I said, you apologize to her. And he's like, well, she left. I apologize to the manager, though. Everything's okay." And I was like, all right, man. And I got to be honest. I just stood up because I have a little girl. And he goes, I have a daughter, too. And I didn't say it because I didn't want to add more confrontation to the confrontation. But I wanted to be like, hey, she's probably like her fucking age, dude. How would you feel if someone was yelling at your fucking daughter like that when she's literally at her fucking place of work at her customer service job at her place of work? What the fuck? But I was like ready to leave. I didn't say any of that shit. The confrontation was over. The confrontation was happened. And the beautiful thing about that is when we sat down after the altercation, before we went up to leave, we got free pizza. But I tell you that story to say, it's not that important. It's not that important. That shit you're stressed out about? It's not that important, is it? Really? Is it really that important? The thing that's getting underneath your skin that's irritating you? Is it irritating you in the moment or is it actually irritating you? Most likely it's not that important readjust your perspective on the things that are upsetting you and see if they're upsetting you because you're overreacting about it if you're not going to think about this thing in a week why the fuck is it consuming your brain right now i'm just so fucking sick of seeing weak people that like i had to stand up like i'm so sick i preach it right i preach like insecure dudes i preach like People that show weakness in public, people that are just weak, right? An action like that, a lash out like that is weak. You don't have a grip on your own mental capacity. And then you're going to take it out on other people. And when you're taking it out on something like that, like, dude, I just, I preach it. So I was like, I'm standing the fuck up. And a younger me probably would have gotten into an actual fight. And trust me, in the back of my brain, I was all (laughs) wrong sound drop. Whoops let me just try that one again In the back of my brain I was like Just do it Thank you Shia fucking wrong Sound drop for the Fucking j- <laughs> <laughs> Was trying to make a joke about how The younger me would have fist fought This fucking guy but the older me Tries to big picture things and realize It's not that important even though always In the back of my brain there's that guy Just do do it, but I lost the line. Whatever, probably a better joke because of the wrong fucking sound drop. All good. I digress. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Listen, getting older and living a peaceful life doesn't mean that your life is more peaceful. It means you're more able to control the irritations and the stresses and the shit that goes on in your in your brain and in your physical world as well that's all that is the people that are super zen the people that are super happy the people that are super peaceful their life isn't easier they are just better at mitigating the things that are no- take normal people down and that's all you got to fucking realize god why are they always so happy god why are they why do they always just seem like they're just living the best life it's because they are living the best life because the best version of your life is not getting bogged down by the shitty parts the stresses The anxiety causing things. Because let me tell you something. We all have those. We all have those in spades, babe. Some of us allow it to brush right off the shoulder and some of us harp on it. Some of us let it consume us for a day, for a week, for a month, for our life. And some of us have practiced mental reconstruction of certain situations so that they don't stay harped on. And I feel like that's the trick. That's my trick. Shit that irritates me. Shit that bothers me. I refocus constantly. It's like that bullshit yoga shit where it's like focusing on your whatever the fuck it's called. Like your intention. Is your intention to get pissed off and stressed out for the day? Is your intention to, you know, just bring your... (laughs) Trying to make... (laughs) Trying to make a yoga comparison when I don't do yoga. Also not a Buddhist. Maybe stick to what you know, Vincent. So I just I I think it's important that more people learn that ultimately what you're freaking out about doesn't matter. Focus on what matters, babe. Okay? God. Just do it. Thank you, Shia. OG Cub Ashley did reach out to me and say, like, hey, remember when Shia was in that music video with Sia or Sia or however the fuck you say your name? And I was like, nope, never saw it. Didn't say that. But then her next message was, I just realized that Shia and Sia are like the same name, only missing a letter. K? Weird comparison, but okay. So far away from the original point that you were trying to get across, but K, Cheyenne Sire the same name, but missing a letter. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic assessment. Thank you for your text message. Oh, God. Oh, dude. Other OG. Co- so remember when I said that I put the fucking thing up about the poll for, hey, should I start a video portion of the podcast? And I had one no. Remember that? And then I talked about it last week, how I got one no, and I was hoping that it was an accident. Remember that? Well, that girl reached out and said, hey, catching up with the podcast, got to the part where you talked about the one no vote. And I just want to say that was me, and it wasn't an accident, which it's ballsy. It's a ballsy opening statement. You don't know how I'm going to take that. What if I was a little bitch blankie that got all sensitive pants about it, but I laughed very, very loudly. But then she went on to explain that she believes that podcasts are to be listened to, not watched. And I was like, all right, kind of passionate about the topic, it seems like. But here's the thing. I agree. I agree with you on that. So if we do the video portion of the podcast, it's no longer going to be called a podcast anymore. It's going to be called a show and you can only watch it on OnlyFans. So the thing is, is no one's going to fucking watch it because you're not going to subscribe to OnlyFans to watch a, a show of a podcast. (laughs) i'm just kidding who fucking knows what's coming who knows i mean i should know because it's mine but who fucking knows babe the world turns and the world goes but dude ali shout out to you for your ballsy ass like hearing me talk about the novo and then going no not motherfucker guess what not an accident a fucking stupid idea and here's my stance on it and i was like okay but another cool thing that she said was, I'm proud to be an OG cub and I'm not scared to stay on my ground. First of all, was it saying you were scared. Obviously, you're not scared because you yelled at me. <laughs> Dude, I was dying laughing. I was like. So passionate about this, so passionate about this that I'm never going to record anything on video ever because Ali's so passionate about podcasts being sound only. And I was like, all right, dude, have no fucking idea who you are. But OG Cub, here's the deal. She's not scared to stand her ground. I'm scared of her. And that's just the facts. to fuck your shit. to fuck your shit. to fuck this your game, shit. Oh. Right that was Ali. That was Allie when she when she first of all, here's the, how I believe the order of events came. Scrolling through the story, sees the poll on if I should start a video portion of the podcast. In her brain she goes, Podcasts are supposed to be sound sound only. This is a fucking stupid idea. No. And then I get the I see the novo on my side and I go, I'm gonna make a joke about this being about my looks, which is just a A silly little self-deprecating joke, and I'm going to say it on the podcast, and then Allie hears that, and she goes, oh, really, motherfucker? I'm not scared to stand my ground. (laughs) Dude, I love it. I fucking love it. Shit like that makes my goddamn day. It's so fun. All of you, all of you, dude, all of you are so fun, man. Like the little interactions I have with, with all of you are just fucking – it's like, dude, this podcast is so silly, right? This shit is so silly shit. it's I'm, I'm, obsessed, I'm obsessed with it because it's like we got this group of people that listen to this podcast and you know that when you jump on to listen to this podcast, it's like, no, I just want to have some entertainment and I want to have some fun. I want to be silly. I want to exhale out of my nose every now and then and go <laughs> like that and sometimes I'll cackle laughing depends on what we're talking about. But I'm not here to get fucking bogged down. Now, I talked about politics for a second, but it was a beautiful explanation, I think. But it's like the Cubs all came together and we listen to this shit because the heart of it is light. The heart of it is light. Yeah, we get a little introspective sometimes. Yeah, we get to be better. We got to try to be better people sometimes. Yeah, we talk about life lessons sometimes. But for the most part, it's ridiculousness and it's fun. And I'm just glad that everything that this podcast is turning into is what I was hoping that it would turn into. So thank you. Genuinely, no jokes there. Sincerely, thank you for listening because this has been, this fun. It's fun. And you guys are rock solid. And I appreciate it. All right, babe. Now, we're going to do a barely qualified dad advice. And since I'm not feeling super duper silly, Willie, maybe we'll actually help some people and grow as humans. But as always, who fucking knows where it's going to go. All right, we're about to get into it. But before we do, I am going to put up a thing on the Instagram this week where it's like, uh, like it's going to be like one of those ask me anything boxes, but we're going to do a couple different ones. We're going to do a story topic one. We're going to do an advice topic one. Like, column one where be like, yo, I want advice on this. And I know that fucking 90% of you were going to submit something sarcastic, but I'm going to respect it and I'm going to answer it regardless. And we'll do like an AMA or something like that. I haven't fully structured it, obviously, as I do with everything on this podcast. But look on the Instagram Cheer Up Babe podcast this week. We are going to have some cub feedback and I think it's going to be really fun. But for now, let's do episode 30s. Unqualified dad advice. Scroll. Stop. This one's from ThrowRA1895. So another one of those throwaway names that I still don't understand what the fuck it means because I don't understand Reddit lingo. It says, I need to stop thinking about this other girl that I've convinced myself is my twin flame so that I can focus on my relationship, but I can't get her out of my head. Dude, is a twin flame some star child shit? Is that what that is? I don't even know what it is. Is a twin flame some when the moon's in retrograde, we were born and the stars aligned bullshit? Let's look it up. Twin flame. The title of this is, what is a twin flame? 11 signs you found your mirror soul. Why did you put two examples in the title? Why did you say twin flame, which is probably just the exact same thing as a mirror soul? Why did you say them both? Why didn't you just say 11 signs you found your twin flame? Why'd you say mirror soul? Every relationship has something to teach us, and twin flames are often considered the ones that will teach us the most. Meeting your twin flame is considered the most powerful soul encounter a person can experience. Yep, definitely some star child shit. So we asked experts, how do do you, okay, experts? The expert, I guarantee, has white tattoos on her face and calls herself zen garden. So that's probably the expert they went to. So let's just go right straight to this and then we'll fucking go back to the advice column. What is a twin flame? A twin flame is an intense soul connection, sometimes called a mirror soul, thought to be a person's other half. It's based on the idea. Hear that? No facts. No science based on the idea that sometimes one soul gets split into two bodies. One of the main characteristics of a twin flame relationship is that it will be both challenging and healing. This is due to the mirroring nature of a twin flame. They show you your deepest insecurities, fears, and shadows, but they will also help you overcome them, and vice versa. Your twin flame will be equally affected by you. Okay, so, hippy-dippy bullshit. Okay, And some of you right now are getting a little aggressive. I just felt it. I just felt it because all of you are my twin flames. I claim you right now. Everybody that's listening to this episode, you're my twin flame. And I just felt about 18% of you get a little bit upset over the fact that I'm passively disregarding the phrase twin flame so much. The fact that I'm sweeping that under the rug is bullshit made some of you upset because you believe that the person you're with right now is your twin flame. What are the chances? Hundreds of millions of people on the planet that all die and are born at different points in time. And you found your twin flame at a fucking shop coat. What are the chances? You imagine that? That's crazy. Dude, you got lucky. Wow. How did you how did you manage that? That's nuts. You found your mirror soul in the same town that you were already living on the entire planet. What are the chances? <laughs> Okay, so back to the advice post so we can help out this throwaway Got what this throwaway guy said. Okay, disclaimer number two. What? How, where's the number, okay, well, let's just read it, see what they says. I know it says advice received, but please take this with a grain of salt. I got a couple helpful comments. Oh, so he was able to edit later. There's also a disclaimer. The first disclaimer says, I'm aware twin flames are a bunch of bullshit. Why did you put it in the title and it's ruining your relationship then? Okay, fuck it, dude. Let's just get to the original post because I'm already exhausted by this person. I've been in a relationship for almost three years now and my girlfriend is such an amazing person, I can't even put into words how grateful I am for her. She's intelligent, beautiful, and patient and thoughtful. I really don't deserve her at all, especially not after all of this. So in April this year, I caught COVID and was in quarantine for 14 days. Bored out of my mind because I didn't have a TV, video games, or even a radio. Not even a radio? How did you manage? I need to stop doing... Okay, look. It's not that important. Okay. Sometimes I get a little wound up. And in order to keep myself from being mean... (laughs) I do this voice because it brings the funny back to me. It brings the silliness in. And I don't get upset because some things make me upset. So when, just know that whenever I go like this, what are the chances? It's me stopping myself from going, you're the definition of a waste of space. <laughs> and you wasted our time. So sometimes I just got to bring the funniness back. And I'm sorry. And I know that, vo- that voice annoys me. So I hope it doesn't annoy you all that much. But that's just what I got to do to bring the funniness back. So got COVID was bored, ultimately. All I've got is my phone. I decided to download this app called Ubo and chat with random people just to pass the time. Opening the door for trouble. I had no intent of flirting and I even told my girlfriend that I was doing it to pass the time and she had no issues with it. Yeah, because she trusts you. You've been together for three years and now you're breaking the trust because you got a little snag on the hook. You got a nibble and you tugged, right? Shout out my fisherman peeps. Fast forward to a couple days ago when I started chatting with this one girl who lives 5,000 miles away from me because we had a mutual interest in mycology. Myselo- I mean, how many fucking things am I gonna have to search on the side to know what the fuck it is? What is mycology or mycology? I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. The study of fungi. Oh no! I'm fucking dork. Or someone that likes to eat shrooms and go on crazy trips. Either way, don't use the scientific term. Either way, that's the connection? You fucking loser. Okay. One of the very first things I told her was that I am, a committed, I am in a committed relationship just because I wanted to make sure that there were no misunderstandings. As we chatted more, we found out a bunch of weird similarities in our lives. For one, our moms and dads are both the same age. could you imagine that what are the chances (laughs) jesus we both have two siblings an older sister and a younger brother we both were the same exact age when our parents divorced and we both have an asian mom and a white dad You can't see me, but I'm covering my face because the level of stupid immaturity in this fucking, oh my God, dude. Okay, look, I'm not even going to read the rest of it. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. You're looking for it. Okay. You're looking for it. Maybe you're getting a three year itch, bro. Okay. You've been with this great girl. You apparently have a great relationship with according to you, but you're getting a three year itch where you're getting a little nervous about the level of commitment or you're bored and it happens to a lot of people. So you validate the decisions you're making in order to step you down this path to meet a new person and it happens. It happens. It's a weak moment, sure, but don't pull the fucking wool over your eyes over the fact that you chased this down. Okay. Oh, the fact that you were able to rationalize continuing to talk to this person because of all the quote similarities that there must be something bigger happening. There must be some bigger picture. I can't get her out of my head because our moms are Asian. What the are you talking about you're looking for a way out that's what you're doing but you're also trying to be the nice guy to say this all just kind of accidentally happened here's the deal assess where you're at in your relationship and find out whether or not you're happy or not stop wasting her fucking time and here's another thing that you're going to do you're going to make this stupid fucking mistake fall in love with your mirror flame or whatever the fuck it's called emotionally and then you're going to end your relationship and then once you end your relationship you're going to realize that this was all some sort of weird mental trickery that you pulled on yourself and you're going to feel awful and you're going to regret it because either a you didn't do it the right way and you didn't respect the girl that you're with enough to step up to the plate and own up to your actual feelings or you're going to realize that you just saw something shiny for a second we know that relationships are work relationships ebb and flow we've talked about this in the past love Right? We've talked about love. Love is not a feeling. It's not an emotion because emotions are fleeting. Love is a verb. Love is an action. Love is something you do. You give it in order to receive it, in order to keep something strong. Right? When you're playing off of feelings and emotions, you make stupid fucking decisions because there's multiple levels, there's multiple layers. There's the excitement of it. You know, there's the danger of it, right? And ultimately, it all leads to being fucking stupid and feeling shitty about the things that you did. So stop it here and then have a real hard assessment at your relationship. Are you happy in your relationship? Is Does this woman make you happy? Is she a real one? Does she hold it down? And stop fucking up and looking for your soul flame that likes mushrooms too, and I know I said I was in a good mood that I was going to give actual advice. There it is. Why don't you look at what actually is going on, bro? Okay? Brethren, ask your girl if she likes fungi and is into mycology or mycology or my god damn who gives a fuck. Right? Right. Now, definitely getting too heated definitely need to turn the stove down a couple notches. Definitely going to get to a rolling boil here pretty soon. And I can't let that happen. Okay. Don't get me to a rolling boil because you're going to break your girl's heart over a fucking app because you were on quarantine for 14 days. What's with people not being able to hold it together for a fucking week? You either put down a fucking cover of Imagine with a bunch of celebrities that let us unify in our cringe or you cheat on your girlfriend. Be more of a mentally stable person. All right, turning the stove down now. Moving on to the next thing. Scroll. Stop. This is by Baby It's Whatever. So that's a start. The title is She Has a Boyfriend, He Has a Girlfriend. They Cheat with Each Other. Okay, I need some help. I'll use fake names to make this easier. That didn't need to be clarified. Could have said any names. We don't know who you're talking about. My best friend, Anne, has been with her boyfriend, Joe, for nine years. She's been cheating with a friend, Dan, from high school for five years. Dan has a girlfriend, Lisa. Almost made it harder to understand by adding the names. Okay, so what do we have? We have Anne, who's dating Joe. They've been together for nine years. Anne is fucking Dan for five of those years. And Dan also has a girlfriend. So they basically cheat with each other. No, just call it an affair. Just say just say Anne and Don are having an affair. Anne told me about this last night and I'm still shocked. Also, she travels a lot. She told me that if Dan asks her to hook up but finds out she's out of state, he'll ask what day she comes home and then ask her to hook up again immediately the morning after. Is it wrong for me to think it's a little too psycho for Dan to ask... What day Anne flies back home just so he can ask to hook up with her the morning after? I question why she's doing this, and she says she loves the sex. There's no, quote, sex issue within the relationships because Anne and Joe have regular great sex. Don and Lisa have regular great sex as well, according to Anne. anne has been my best friend forever. I love her and don't want to judge anyone, but I told her to break up with Joe and Don should break up with lisa because this isn't healthy for anyone however she already told me that she's not going to do that and she knows don wouldn't even think about leaving lisa i mean fucking what days of our lives drama are we reading right now okay we got to simplify that whole fucking thing down we got a relationship on this side and a relationship on this other side the guy in this relationship is fucking the girl in this relationship that's the end that's it okay and then you found out about it from the girl the girl who's having an affair with the dude told you all about it. And your advice that you hope to get is what should you do? Nothing. I don't think you're not the one making these decisions. These two are making the decisions together. And also five years they've been fucking. That's wild. They've been fucking for over half of the time that the guy's been dating the girl. Like that's crazy. I mean, that's five. That's five years of lying and cheating. And ultimately, you got to think that the The party probably has some sort of suspicion that that's been going on. But it's like, why do you feel like you should do anything ultimately? Right? Like, yeah, Anne told you about it. But why do you feel the need to interject? I don't think that's really that important of a thing for you to do. Because it's not your problem. Control your controllables. And I think this one's kind of out of your control. Because the length of time that it's been going on... Their minds are pretty much made up that this is what they're going to do until it all explodes. So I don't think you have to have any sort of worry. Here's what you do. Here's what I would do. Okay. Okay. Go to like a farmer's market and get organic, unprocessed kernels of corn. Find out a way to get like them in a stove or an oven and add a little oil in there and get the popcorn popping you know, get them nice and get everything. Try not to burn them so that the flavor stays nice and light. And then you're going to get like an entire stick of butter and you're going to melt that down. And here's the trick. Don't just dump it all over the top. As the bowl fills up with popcorn, add a little bit of butter and then more popcorn on top, add a little bit more butter. That way you have more of an even coating. And then go online and buy this stuff called Alpine Touch and in replacement of salt, Put Alpine Touch on the popcorn and just douse that stuff. Shake it up with a couple couple spoons like you're tossing a salad or something, trying to get the dressing uniform. Try to get the Alpine Touch uniform through the entire bucket of popcorn. Okay. And then become more invested with Anne so that she brings you in on more and more of the happenings that are happening w- within this affair, right? And Every time you get a text, sit down with your bowl of popcorn, ask leading questions to find out further stories, and just munch on your popcorn and watch the fucking show. Okay? (laughs) It's not your problem. Don't worry about it. You don't need to do anything because you didn't do anything wrong, so you're not in a position that you feel like you should put any stress on your shoulders to add to fix or alleviate this situation. It's not your situation. Don't worry about it. It's just an affair from two people that don't care enough about their relationship or whatever. Who knows, dude? Not something you should worry about. Scroll. Stop. No such thing as Ack, and then the name cuts off, says, My father wanted a son. Oh, shit. Okay. He has told me a few times in my life that he wished he had a son or that someone else was the son he always wanted. He has a godson and speaks much higher of him than me, if about me at all. I used to run competitively because that's what my dad used to do. But now that I'm partially disabled, it feels like he doesn't like me anymore. I don't have a lot of friends and I'm an only child and I just feel so trapped. Well, here's the first thing. Okay. You got to learn that your father's inability to express his love and emotion towards you is not necessarily a reflection of his love and emotion towards you, okay? The second thing is anything negative that you might feel he's feeling. Let's say he is. Let's say, let's say that your suspicions or your worries are accurate. The first thing is, is none of that is your fault. That's your dad's problem. Everything about this is on your dad um, because it's his job to make you feel loved and appreciated regardless of who you are, okay? So if you're not feeling that way, just know that that's not your fault. That is your dad's problem. And I'm sure it's a tough thing when you don't feel like your parent appreciates you. But I'll tell you what, you are appreciated. And I'm sure you're fucking amazing. I'm sure you're great. And if your dad can't see that, he needs to... He needs to see you for the things that are great about you. Okay. And if his lens is narrowed down to whether you're a boy or a girl, <laughs> then your dad's lens is broken. Not what he's looking at. Okay. Not you. It sounds like your dad has the romanticizing problem and he romanticized this idea of having a boy, right? Like how exciting it would be to have a boy. Let's be, I'll be real with you for a second. I always envisioned myself having a boy. I always romanticize like, oh, if I have a little boy, you know, like, well, we'll wear matching sweaters and stuff. and We'll go to sporting events and he'll be a little stud and I'll, I'll teach him how to wrestle and throw football and it'll be awesome. You know, it'll just be like the boy stuff, the man stuff. And then I had a girl and that changed in the first 30 seconds of me holding her. And I saw my entire life because I appreciated her for the possibilities of everything that she could be because... I wasn't trying to pigeonhole it into, oh, I could, have all, I could have done all these other things if I had a boy. So your dad's inability to reframe his lens and appreciate everything about who you are as a person is not on you. Your dad's inability to just love you for the sake that you're his child as much as he would love a boy or more so than he would love a boy Is his weakness and it's his insecurity. And it's a shitty situation and I'm sorry that you have the short end of the stick with having a dad like that because you don't get to pick your parents. But his view of you or your perception of his view for you will not do this. It will not affect who you are and who you can become. That's only on you. So if he's supported him, he gets to be along for that ride, awesome. If he's not supportive and he's slightly resentful, fuck him. You do you. Become the absolute best version of yourself regardless of what side of the fence your dad is on. Because it's not your fault. And I'm sorry to hear you have a sackless father as a dad, but I hope you crush it with the cards that you're dealt. Good luck to you. All right. All right, Cubs, let's do one more. Scroll. Stop. Chris Crow Arts says, need some help. Does anyone know non-scam websites that sell cheap but terrifying and unique clown ma- What the fuck is shit, ass? Welcome to Cheer Up Babe, the podcast, where we can have a serious, heartfelt moment. And then the next piece of advice starts with, does anyone know non-scam websites that sell cheap but terrifying and unique clown masks? Is this for realsies? Kinda plan on collecting clown masks, you know? Don't know. No fucking idea, actually. Maybe I need some mental help, LOL. But seriously, please let me know ASAP. I really would appreciate it. So said ASAP, this feels like a time crunch. You want a unique clown mask. That's another important word that we need to distinguish. Unique as in one of a kind for some fucking reason. Terrifying was another descriptor, and then cheap. How about just fucking walk to Walmart, dude? Go to the Halloween. They're they're fucking already there. I was just at fucking Walmart the other day. They already have Halloween shit up. Speaking of which, I'm so stoked for it. Jordan's going to have the due date for Charlotte is October 20th. So we're going to have a little Halloween baby, and I'm so fucking excited. But here's another thing that Jordan and I talked about that gets to happen this week. Also, by the way, the clown mask thing. Go fuck yourself. Moving on. Dude, Jordan and I were talking. So if she has the baby on the due date, Halloween is eleven days later. She's not gonna go wanna go out and go trick or treating, right? But you best believe your sweet ass that I'm not letting Gracie miss out on her first Halloween ever because her sister is born. And I know that sounded weird, like I was being like, nah, your sister's not getting in the way of your shit. That's not how I meant it. I just mean I'm taking her fucking Halloweening. And she's one, and but she's going to be Halloweening. And I call it Halloweening, not trick-or-treating. So she's not going trick-or-treating. Also, my daughter's not going to do a trick for you. Say she can't say trick-or-treat. Dude, if she could say trick-or-treat and then some guy was like, trick, I'd fucking kick his dick through the top of his head. Does that make sense? I would kick him so hard that the fake blood splatter would be mixed with real blood spout splatter from his balls exploding through the top of his cranial skull. There was an old lady when I was trick-or-treating when I was a kid that said trick and I my brain short-circuited and I didn't know what to do. So I did the wave. Like, you know, like, like the dance move where you start on one side of your body and you wave through your body and it comes out the other side. I did that. That was my short circuit reset button. What do I do? Move. I was like, trick or treat, dressed as a fucking zombie or something. And she was like, trick. And I went, what? Uh," Wave. And it was embarrassing. And I just thought about that right fucking now for the first time in like 10 years. So, but Jordan and I were talking about like, hey, can I take Gracie trick or treating still? Like, probably not gonna be up for it. You're gonna have a 10 day old. I say, you're gonna have a 10 day old. That was so disrespectful. We're gonna have a, infant in the house but we also want gracie to be able to go trick-or-treating every year so she's like no you're gonna go you're gonna take her you're gonna take her trick-or-treating and i was like fuck yeah oh my god daddy daughter trick-or-treating for our first halloween sorry mama don't want to leave you behind but also at the same time let's fucking go daddy daughter trick-or-treating bro so daddy daughter and then uh And then I was like, oh, we got to do, we got to get a costume. And she was like, "We'll just dress her as a duck. And I said, I'm sorry. Is our daughter some just normal ass kid? She was like, she would look so cute as like a little, like in like a cow onesie. I'm sorry. Is our daughter basic AF or is she Papa Bear's fucking kid? Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. It's going to be fucking awesome. She has this adorable wedding dress that she wore to Boone's wedding when she was the flower girl. And it's like all white and it's got frizzy little tutu thing. It's so cute, dude. She's got the exposed shoulders because my daughter's rocking them deltoids. Now my daughter got deltoids and those fucking deltoids have rivets in them and she's one years old. Like she's jacked shredded shithouse. She got striations and shit. She has more striations than the fucking douchebags lifting at the goddamn Gold's Gym in Idaho, okay? She got striations and shit, so she has this adorable little flower girl dress. And since she's going to grow out of it, and she's never going to wear it again, I'm going to do fake blood splatter on it, and we're going to do a little bit of fucking makeup, and then I'm going to dress up as an an undead thing. Or a guy with like a knife in his chest or something. And then that's going to be her first Halloween. And tell me if your first Halloween pictures top that shit. Because absolutely no, they do not. Absolutely no, they do not. I mean, I don't know for sure. But 100% you can't hold. You can't hold our bags, bro. Okay, babe? You can't. That's going to be so sick if Jordan actually lets me do it. Because obviously it's all writing on that. I swear to God if. Gracie has to go out as a fucking duck for her first Halloween when that was an option. I'm going to be so disappointed, but here's what we're going to do. If that happens, I just figured it out. We're going to do the party switcheroo, like when you would sneak out of your house and be like, I'm going to Bible study. And then you were wearing like rave clothes underneath, and then you would go out and hoe out. We're going to do that with the duck costume. So I'll get her dressed because mama's going to be with the infant. Mommy's going to be with the brand new baby girl. Who needs to stay home and get fed every hour and a half. So dad's got to have to take the take the helm. And he's going to get the queen all dressed up. And we're going to put the flower girl dress on. Splatter the blood. And then put the duck outfit over the top of it. And then the second we get to that first fucking house. Duck outfits coming off. We're undead daddy daughter duo. Dude. Wow. That was a lot of D's. Daddy daughter duo. Dude. Fuck yeah bro. That's what we're doing. And I'm so excited. I fucking love spooky season. I fucking love Halloweening. And I'm so excited. I'm so jazzed. And it's going to be the cutest shit. And don't worry. Don't be worried about it. Like she's not going to have exposed shoulders. She'll have like a full warm suit underneath her flower girl dress. So that she stays cozy comfy. She can stay cozy comfy cozy warm. But the fact that I'm going to hear her say trick or Oh. Oh fuck. It's going to make my whole goddamn life. All right, babe. That's the end of the episode. Look forward to the posts on the story on uh, Cheer Up Babe Podcast Instagram this week. Get ready to submit some shit. And thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you had a good time. I hope you had fun. I hope we learned some things, grew some things. And we followed the breadcrumbs for sure. And I'm sorry that I started off not in the zone. But I feel like, you know, fourth quarter, we got into the fucking zone. So, Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great week. Go out there. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe.